Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. John 14, 6. Christ tells us, and it's a scripture, yes, I know. We, we know it because we read it from the Bible as a scripture in the Bible. We become familiar with it through Bible study, Sunday school, church. We get it really third and fourth hand. But it's much more than just a recording of some historical statement. The impact of this statement by Christ is so far beyond historical. It's so far beyond religious or doctrine or tenet of faith, or theology, or anything else. Because this statement from Christ touches the very foundation of life and being. I like to look at it as a creative statement. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And the earth was void and without form. And darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of of God hovered over the waters. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. And he saw that it was good. And from there he began the work of creation that formed the universe and this earth and us. He did more than just create items created a plan, he set in motion life, existence, death, coming and going, being and not being. But he set it forth eternally, and he set it out in such a way that it was good. And within this life that God created, there was the potential that was given to man who was made in the image of God to either trust God or to determine for himself that which was right or wrong. And God put it there and he put it with a warning. He said, the best thing for you, take everything else that's here, it's yours. Tend it, take care of it, enjoy it, subdue it, make it yours. It's my gift to you. But in the day that you eat of this particular part, 
And the day you determine that that you want to choose for yourself that which is right and that which is wrong, that which is good, that which is evil, it's going to bring death. I warn you of that. But the choice is yours. And of course, we know the, the outcome of that. Adam and Eve decided that they wanted to be God rather than let God be God. They decided that they could not trust God. They could not be satisfied with everything else they had around them. And Satan came in with the temptation, and we can blame Satan all we want to, but I want to tell you something. Adam and Eve were the strongest godly people in existence on the face of the earth. (laughs) Ever short of Christ. They did not have the influence of sin upon them that you and I have. They were able to walk and talk with God in the, in the cool of the evening, in the garden, face to face, communicate. They didn't have to hide themselves. They had nothing separating themselves from God. Other than their own desires to either be obedient or not. And so they ate. And so we know the story as it goes. Creation was put into a, into a different light because of sin. Death came upon the earth, both not just on us in dying, but upon everything upon this earth. It was there. What was freely and readily available and growing in plenty no longer took place. Childbearing, which was just an easy part of creation, became a pain. And Satan became a major influence among people. And sin spread. Fast forward to John 1, verse 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was life. And that light shone in the darkness, but the darkness could not comprehend it. Nothing was made that was made without Him. It all came through Him. And for God so loved the world that He gave Him His only Son, that whoever would believe in Him should not perish. Ah, here came the caveat. God is still present upon this earth. He has been working with mankind. He has made himself present upon mankind through many different ways, many different means throughout history until we come to a time in history that we are more familiar with. That's the birth of Christ, the life of Christ, the ministry of Christ, the death and resurrection of Christ that we're dealing with and celebrating over these next couple of weeks. And it was time for a new creation. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the chaos that was this world. He was hovering over the chaos that was the lives of people and individuals. Because it had become chaotic. Even God's laws had become chaotic. And there was a need 
to make sense out of the chaos. And as God created Adam and Eve, so he created his son. And the Spirit of God moved. Only this time, it's moving upon the whole earth. He moved upon one young woman named Mary. And Scripture tells us that the Spirit of the Lord shall be upon you. And the power of the Almighty is going to do a creative work within you. She didn't understand it. How could this be? I have not known a man. It will be God. God created within her man and God. Jesus, the Messiah. And from Jesus, from that from going to everything in the world being good except for that one thing you can't take of, and they did. Now we go from everything in the world being a mess, evil everywhere, just as it was in the days of Noah. One thing comes to life. And instead of God saying, in the day you partake of it, you will die, He said, if you will partake of this, you will live. New creation begins to take place. More than just a scripture, so much more. More than just some historical or religious thing going on here, folks. So much more. Creation is taking place. Jesus clarified it like this. He said, behold, the kingdom of God has come nigh unto you. All you have to do is reach out and take of it. And by partaking, instead of a work of sin, a knowledge of good and evil, and evil being introduced into the world with all of its death, with all of its chaos, with all of its problems, with all of its difficulties, with all of its, its efforts, with its pain, with everything else that we know it to be, all of a sudden by taking, just partaking of that one thing, Jesus Christ. Joy was restored. Life is restored. Dignity, health, healing, all of these things are restored. Not just restored, not in this world here. Not just in a physical way as was evil. Oh, no, 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 no. When God creates it, it is eternal. Jesus said, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. Just as God told them, the day you eat that uh, eat of that fruit, 
you will die. God tells us, in the day you partake of this which I've given you, the single light of hope, of life, of truth, when you follow that which I have given you, a recreation takes place. It is not a recreation of this mess. It's not just more the same, but in a little happier way, folks. Salvation is not about making it. It is not about making this same old thing just a little more enjoyable. There's a lot of things in this world that will do that. But they're temporary. No, Jesus said, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life for eternity. You can be a new creation. The soul of man, the heart of mankind, the life of mankind need not be limited to only what we can see and grasp and feel and experience in this world. It can bow behind Jesus Christ and his sacrifice for us. It can now be expanded to what we see, what we hear, what we experience, what we feel in this world plus know that it's there and it is increasing us, it is recreating in us, it is giving unto us, in spite of what this world brings, something that is eternal and is bringing us into a new creation which will one day come to pass. Read the book of Revelation. Just as one thing in the garden could take it away, one person on the cross puts it all back together. And once again, the fellowship with God, the relationship with the Almighty Father, Our relationships with each other. No longer do we have to hide behind fig leaves. And let me tell you, that's about all this world is offering you. Fig leaves. Because there is nothing in this world you can show me. Nothing in this world. Not enough money, not enough clothes, not enough fame, not enough life, not enough time on this earth. Nothing you can show me that isn't just a bunch of fig leaves. I've shared with you before, I can't imagine why. They had to be a different fig leaf than I have on my tree at my yard. I could not imagine wearing fig leaves. I pick figs. Does anybody here pick figs? Do you know what it does to your hands? How itching. And people will, if they're smart, they wear long sleeves. 
Friend, God's not offering you fig leaves. He's offering you a life that has, has no encumbrance whatsoever. Who told you you were naked? And the question today is, who's telling you you're clothed? I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. Is a created creative statement. We are now new creatures in Christ Jesus. Scripture tells us. No longer are we slaves to the world and slaves to the flesh, but now we live not according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. Where we were in days past encumbered by the old mind, the old reasoning, the old way of living. There now old has passed away. Behold, all things become new. We now have the mind of Christ. Just as a human natural mind determined to decide for itself good and evil occurred in the garden through Jesus Christ. There now is a mind of Christ planted within us that we might be able to see and know and determine the way, the truth, and the life in spite of what we have in this world today. Friend, I don't know about you, but I need it. This world needs it. You are seeing today in in technicolor, 3D, IMAX, real sound. You're not just watching history. You're a part of it. You are not just watching Scripture unfold. You are a part of it. The exact truth. And what's happening is people are beginning to realize, praise God, that this world doesn't have a clue and nobody in it does either. And you're going to accept that one of two ways because you have no choice. You're either going to wring your hands and say, Oh, I wish we had somebody could straighten it out. Oh, I wish we, or you're just going to give up and you're going to say, Get it. I'm just, I'm just not even going to pay attention. I've heard, I don't know how many people tell me, I don't even watch the news anymore. I don't watch the news anymore. I don't pay attention to it. I'm not, I'm not, this world's mess. It's gone. We've just given up on it and God never called us to give up on it. He hadn't. He called us to be ambassadors of a new creation, of a new kingdom. He has called upon to be us to be the voices, the town criers of a new creation, 
a new kingdom. Not wring our hands hoping we can find some human that knows it all and is going to figure it all out. That's going to happen, but you're not going to like what you get. Go read your Bible. All mankind is going to finally come to a consensus, believe it or not. And they're going to get behind someone who supposedly has all the answers. And seemingly for a time, he has all the answers. All he is, is a fake Jesus. A fake Messiah claiming even to the point of doing miracles, Scripture tells us. And for a time, he's going to look really, really good. But he's not eternal. And you're not going to like him. So we better quit looking for a man. And we better start looking to a creator. We don't need somebody to straighten this world out, friends. It's in such a mess, it needs to be redone. We live in a humongous fixer-upper. That's a save-the-date commercial for the ladies' retreat coming up in October, okay? We need somebody who can go in and kick out walls. Somebody can come in. We don't need somebody to stretch the straight. We don't need someone to set the economy straight. We don't need someone to set politics straight. We don't need someone to set socialism our our politicalism, our commercialism, or anything else. We need someone who can completely revive it. We need someone who can set us straight. Because we are the problem. I'm not talking just you here. I'm talking about as humankind. We are the atoms. We are the Eves. And there's one man. One divine son of God, son of man. One father God of grace and mercy and power. One Holy Spirit of tremendous power and omniscience who dwells within us and through us when we let him, who is recreating it all. And friends, I don't want to sit here and be a part of what's going on in this world. I have to live in this world. I have to deal with it. I have to suffer. I have to deal with aging. I have to deal with days that don't feel good. I have to deal with aches and pains. I have the fears of diseases, just like you have the fears of diseases. I have to pay taxes. I have to put up with this crazy old time change. Man's wisdom, by the way. But I'm not subject to it. Follow Jesus. He is the way.
He is the truth. And folks, he is the life. Not just here. Don't, don't, don't say, well, Tony, I've been following Jesus, but nothing's got better in my life. You haven't lived your life yet. You're still living your life under the old creation, friends. There's a new one coming. Get ready for it. It's time to build the ark. But it's not going to be a big boat sitting in somebody's backyard. The ark is your own life. Your own body is a temple of the Holy Spirit, is a temple of God. Build the ark. Because one day God's going to shut the door and say, It's time. John 5, 28, 29. Marvel not at this, for the hour is coming, in which all that are in the graves shall hear his voice. Come on. And shall come forth. (laughs) Isn't that going to be an interesting day? Does that sound like same old, same old to you? I don't know about you folks, but I think that might even get to church on CNN. The hour is coming in which all that are in the grave shall hear his voice and shall come forth. They that have done good unto the resurrection of life. They that have done evil unto the resurrection of damnation. That's scripture. That's not me. That's not my translation. That's in all of them. It says what it says. I ask you this question. How are you preparing for eternal life today? Are you trying to get by being the same old creature in the same old flawed world with the same old flawed habits you've always used, with the same old flawed interests, the same old flawed thoughts, the same old way you've been doing things and still expecting it to come out different? Have you tried the new way? Let's pray. Father, we've heard your words. We have listened and discovered meaning for our lives and our souls. Dear Lord, we pray now that you would guide us in the application of the truth we have heard to our daily living. That we would leave your house this day with a sure understanding that our relationship with you is the most valuable thing we have and we must keep it valid and strong and that you have provided the means whereby we can do so. Father, open our hearts to your leading and your guidance. Come, Holy Spirit, and fill us with a strong determination 
to follow you in all our ways as you direct us. In Christ's name we pray. Amen.